And now, the starting lineup for your daily dribble. He goes fat lamb harder in the paint each and every week. Go ahead and give it up for Liam Hancock. He's got a 98% laugh rate. Easily the most humble member of this lineup. And he's not too bad on the eye either. It's Roe Hancock. And as always, he calls the shots and he hits the shots. A man affectionately referred to as Diesel, your host, Nick Zamet. And welcome back to the Daily Dribble Podcast, guys. As always, I'm your host, Nick Zamet. Here for the final episode before the season restart, joining me is Mr. Liam Hancock. What's going on, guys? Liam here. And Mr. Roe Hancock. G'day. How are we? Very excited, aren't we? Fellas, a huge episode. An absolutely monster episode coming today. Uh, We're going to do our season standings predictions. The one everyone's been waiting for, I'd say. And I don't know about you guys, but I know I certainly during the week struggled putting this together for, God, for both yeah. conferences. Yeah. Like it's, I think there's going to be quite a bit of debate in this one. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, um, I mean, <laughs> I mean, looking like just based off what we've done with these standings, and we'll get into it shortly. But I reckon from about first to thirteenth on, on both the east yeah. and west are, are quite it's even. So yeah, it's going to be going to be a few varying. Um, Opinion that one. Yeah. Looking forward to that, fellas. Before we get into it, guys, a big thank you for all the continued support on our socials during the week, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and TikTok, as well as continuing to hit that subscribe button wherever you listen to the show. Uh, before we do our standings predictions, I reckon we, we'll just rattle through a couple, couple of quick odds and ends. Yep. Yeah, we go won't talk about them in too much depth. What's been going on? Well, so, yeah, you go. Uh, quick one here, the Pistons. We spoke about how Leangelo Ball, all three Ball brothers were... Had found a home. Yep. Uh, Leangelo Ball this week had been waived, wow. so that didn't last long. No. Um, You're not meant to have three balls. No. no. <laughs> ah, zing. Good, good start. That actually was a good one. That was good. Laugh rate right returned. Oh, yeah. like, yeah. No, he you know. had that in his notes. Good, I see. No, no. Good, good improv. <laughs> Um, Giannis Antetokounmpo yeah, the big one. signs a mm. five-year, $228 million deal with the Bucks. You can almost not even fathom that amount of money. No. Largest contract in NBA history uh, at an average of $45.64 million. Yep. Uh, it kind of now finally puts to bed the speculation we mm. know during the week. And over the last couple of weeks, the Nets, mm. uh, or not yep. so much heat. the Nets, should I say, the Heat, uh, the Mavs, Toronto, they've all yep. been kind of making moves and keeping space mm. for Giannis. But, uh, yeah, how do we feel? Do we – I guess there's two sides to look at this. Do you look mm. at it from an NBA point? Are they happy that the small market teams yeah. have mm. retained a star, which is great for them to make them relevant? Yeah. Yep. Or is it – do we want Giannis on an LA or somewhere where they're no. going to, in terms of viewership, draw the biggest, you know, viewing yeah. numbers? I'm happy with um, – I think I go the same route as the NBA perspective. I think it leads way for more superstars – in Giannis and other players in the future to go to these small market teams and thrive there. Yep. Um, that's my point of view, at least. I, th- I think the overall consensus was that most people are happy that he didn't leave and go to a super team and, you know, imbalance the NBA again. I think we like having um, the balance throughout the NBA and particularly on a small market team like Milwaukee, who otherwise wouldn't wouldn't really be spoken about, but because they've got you know, one of the best players in the league on their team, they're going to be relevant for a while now. Yeah, Indeed. Um, but, yeah, great for him. What a, 
what a payday though. Hey, you we can't only- e- like I said, you can't even think about that amount of money. Did you did you see the breakdown of yeah. per per and day, per sick. minute, per I second? Didn't. He's I only making like a hundred bucks a second, oh, yeah. whatever God. else. But yeah. it'll be interesting to see who is the next player to overtake this mark. Only last week was it last week or the week before we mentioned how Paul George had um, got yeah. the equal largest mm. average yeah. contract, um, and Giannis this week has since broken that. So it'll be interesting to see who's next. What about someone like Luca? I can see him getting that he massive boatload. Mark Cuban will probably give him yeah. half of his bloody life earnings. Ha- to half keep the him city, there. the key to yeah. the city. Yeah. Might not even be in the league right now for a win. Yeah, yes. True. No, that's right. You go though, Nick. Um, no, I had nothing else. I, I just did. wanted to. I'll just rattle through ones. these. Yeah. I I just wanted to know because I don't know is what's happened with Dennis Schroeder. Is he all right? With he suffered an ankle injury a couple of nights ago. Yeah, I haven't heard anything yeah. on his uh, update yet. That but must mean he, I, I, he's all right. I think no news is good news for Dennis yeah, Schroeder. Yeah, that's it. And I think, well, we're so close to the season now. I reckon it's, you know, he's he's got a couple of miles in the legs. Just take yeah, a yeah. take a week off, um, get things happening okay. in his place. So how about the bright spark of the, uh, the kind oh, yeah. of pre-season games? Taylor Horton yeah. Tucker. Jeez, he's, he's showing out. putting up. Buckets. I love it from him because he's trying to prove something. He'll be the new Caruso, won't he? Everyone <laughs> will just jump on board, yeah, I reckon. Yeah. Um, good on him, though. He got some brief min- minutes in the playoffs last year. Um, so mm. it'll hopefully a, a bit bigger of a, a role for him this season. We're That's talking actually. about the massive contract for Giannis. On the other hand, Rudy Gobert turns down a max offer from the Jazz. Did he? Mm, yeah, he wants. Okay. I don't know the amount, but apparently he wants the Jazz to pay him a super max. Good luck. I don't know what that entices. But... G- good luck. I don't. I think teams would pay it, but I don't know why. I. I, th- I think they're they're, really. they're revolving their future solely around Donovan Mitchell, and I'm sure they'd love Rudy Gobert to stick around as well. But to offer him a max contract, you're you're basically giving. You know, three quarters of your money to two players, which can be dangerous. Um, and the league seems as if it's moving towards centres that can shoot as well, yeah, and yeah. he is not that. No, so he is a defensive stalwart, though. Yes, he he provides so much on that end. But you're right. Like, who wants to pay that much for defense? Yeah, That's a yeah, a supermax. Very oh, true. Well, good on him. Back yourself in. Yeah, um, shoot for the moon, and you might land on the stars. That's uh, vice versa. The expression, isn't it? Yeah, shoot for the stars, yeah. and you might land on the um, like, just was there. like Rose said a couple of weeks ago, um, I think we're all a bit sick of talking about Harden, but right. after all, we're an NBA podcast, so I think it's relevant to bring it up. Um, his situation now, he's at the stage where Houston doesn't even care anymore. They just want to get rid of him. He, They just want him traded now. Well, so. originally, they were only speaking to teams that James Harden wanted, wanted to you know, be traded to. Yeah. So I think they were talking to the Nets, the Heat, 76ers. 76ers, and I think the Bucks got mentioned as mm. well. Imagine that, though, after last year's draft, the, uh, the digs at each other, Giannis yeah, and Harden. Yeah. Mm, Giannis interesting and dynamic. wanted someone who could pass. So. But, yeah, now the... Um, now the Rockets are just saying, well, if you don't want to play for us, we're just going to take all offers. Um, yep. So he might end up in a place where he's less than ideal and certainly not a contender like he wants to be traded to now. For all money then, just based on your, throughout the podcast, your laugh rate retention row and yes. your, I guess, your witty comments as we saw only a few moments ago, I was expecting the Houston we have a problem kind of just to... Uh, it's been no, done. Yeah, has, yeah. I thought it's been a little while in between nah. drinks. So I thought That's might... why my laugh rate's so high because I don't bring out old material, Nick. Uh, I, I go back to the well one too many times, I think, but... <laughs> Um, anything else from My you, My last fellas? piece of news okay. is that Jalen, the Lynn Sanity is coming back to the US, not to play in the 
National Basketball Association League, but he's back to playing the G League Warriors team. So Santa Cruz Warriors. Let's hope he goes up and jumps in the NBA. And it's good as well for the G League to build some more credibility, I guess, and yeah. actually, like you look in uh, a lot of professional, say, soccer leagues around the world, the second tier is of a really high standard mm. and a lot of well-known players and things like that. So it would be nice to see the, the G League as an actual proper kind of pathway and a credible mm. league in its own right. Absolutely. Yeah. I yeah. felt like I cut you off then. No, no, I'm glad to see the original Splash Bro back, back <laughs> that's for sure. The OG. Yep. Fellas, we've got a huge episode in that's, terms of these standings. Do you have all. anything else you want to... No, that's all. No, it was a pretty quiet week on odds and ends. And... Yeah. I feel Which like is... this could take a while, so a lot yeah, to get yeah, through yeah. here. Uh, what we want you guys to do, we had... Uh, Last week, we gave our awards predictions, and we had a lot of people reach out with who they think did the best. Mm. Uh, likewise, again, this week, I think our standings are all going to vary quite a bit, but we would love for you guys to get in touch with us via our socials or any other form of communication. Slide yep. into our DMs and let us know who you think gave the best predictions, standings predictions, as well as offering your own, anything you think we need to change or differ. Yep. L- let's have it. Yep. Rip uh, into us. I, we can take it. Can we? Oh, I can. Quick query about this one. Um, <laughs> a quick query. It's not the time for query. <laughs> no, it is though. But okay. the standings we did was this um, after or before the playing tournament? No, well, j- just before, like okay, just but, how you, how the season went. Yeah. Well, like, the season, the, so the regular before, season. Yeah, the regular I mean, season. Yeah, so I mean, we're yeah. not including the playing tournament. Okay, no. cool. Okay. Yep. So, Glad we clarified that on there. I mean, I think it needs to be because it could have changed. That would change some stuff. That didn't run through my mind at all. Yeah, it ran through mind. <laughs> uh, what we'll do, fellas, I reckon we start with the east. East we- bottom to top? Yep. Okay. Uh, I'm getting there, pal. <laughs> so we'll go 15th to first and we'll just work our way up. Okay. Uh, we'll just spend a couple of quick minutes on each position, see how we go and, uh, yeah, see how things unfold. Okay. Okay, number 15, I'll kick start. The bottom ones we don't need to talk about that no. much because it's just like... Yeah. I've got the Knicks. Okay. Um, I think they're in a real shambles. If they get 15 to 20 wins, I think that'll be a positive. So mm, yeah. I've gone the Knicks as bottom. Yeah, I've gone Cleveland. Um, the only light of their tunnel is probably Andre Drummond. That's that's all I'm going to be watching. You reckon? Did not like Drum. Yeah, but I, th- I think... Um, so, well, Ro, you say who you've got, and then I'll just make a point about Cleveland. Oh, uh, well, I've got the Cavs as well um, okay. in the 15th position. I think losing um, Tristan Thompson, even though he yeah. wasn't a guy who's going to bring you that many wins, but their defense was already horrendous, or like the worst in the league, and it yeah. has been for some time. Now losing someone like Tristan Thompson is not going to do them a heap of favors, unfortunately. Got a Coro, he's going to be good, but, um, you know, that, that guy's probably not going to be the difference between. Uh, winning too many more games, no. I don't think. Well, I, I put the Cavs at 14th. Now, Why? I think they've got better building blocks in terms of Sexton, Garland. I think what we've seen from Okoro so far has been good. And Aussie, Aussie boy Dante Exum in these preseason games has looked, um, you know, a lot better than what he has in the last few years. So. He's living up to his potential. Do you just in hate? Pre-season. Yeah. Do you just hate the drum or something? No, no, no. Mention well, well, you just mentioned him. I was speaking about the other the pieces, drum. and they've still got Drummond, exactly. Yeah. Kevin Love, um, Seti Osman. So I think Delhi, 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 yeah, yep, Delhi. <laughs> so I think they've got better pieces and a probably better chance of winning games, closer games than the Knicks. Okay. Um, okay. So fourteenth for you, fellas. So I've given mine there. I've given mine to the Knicks. So we've kind of done a swap around. Mm. Um. I don't know, like 
the bottom of the leaderboard doesn't mean too much to me because they're just jumping around all, all you know, all yeah, season. Could go anyway. Yeah, but I, I think the pickups of um, Nerlens Noel will benefit them, not uh, tremendously, but I think that'll do a bit. They've got RJ Hampton. About, uh, no, do they? He's, he's in Denver. He's in. Oh, he went do, to Denver. Do you mean Austin Rivers as well? I did get. They did get Austin Rivers. Yep. I think I was thinking of RJ Barrett. <laughs> yeah, RJ Barrett. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. Couple of RJs yeah. about now. Yeah. Uh, Rope yourself. Uh, I've gone Detroit um, in the fourteenth position. Put your hands up for Detroit. <laughs> no one will be putting their hands up this year. <laughs> that's for sure. Um, you know, Blake Griffin's going to be back, which which will obviously be handy. But then again, we don't know. If he's going to play that many games, he's been injury-riddled for the last few years. Derek Rose, I think, is still a very good chance to be traded at some point. Um, losing someone like Luke Kennard, who was probably mm. one of their better shooters, doesn't yeah. help. Um, they gained Jeremy Grant, but he hasn't shown a heap in the in the preseason, unfortunately. Um, so I think they'll definitely be bottom three at the end of the season in the East. Yeah, got to agree with you. I had the Pistons at 13. As did I. Um, now... I think their probably game plan for the the year is initially um, just try and feed Griffin, feed Rose, really build up the value in these two, mm, yeah. and then offload them. Yeah. And then really nurture Sadiq Bay, Killian Hayes. Uh, I think Jeremy Grant, great pickup. Wonder why Don't, he went there though. Jeremy. He just wants to be on the ball more. Like he, yeah. he he got offered the same contract in Denver, but mm. not with such a bigger role. Doesn't want to win. Uh, losing they, Christian Woodhurt. Who they yes. shooting there? Uh, yeah. Not a whole no, lot, but I, I do like Killian Hayes, and I think yeah. initially, just as they look to build value in Griffin and Rose, they'll get a few wins. Did you say no. that was your prediction of Rook of the year? I think you did. did I think I did, did, didn't did, I? Yeah, because yeah, yeah. for that reason that I think he'll get heaps of opportunity yeah. if they move on from Griffin and Rose. So Good one. The Pistons, 13. Who do you feel it? Uh, Ro, we'll go you. Who do you have at 13? Oh, Detroit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I had the Knicks. You had Detroit, did you? Yeah, I had New York at... 13. Um, so the bottom three are all the same. They're, they're, yeah, yeah, they're just rotating. Um, similar reasons, as you mentioned before, don't see much improvement out of them. Um, so they'll, they'll be lacklustre again this season. It's just so horrible for such a big market team. Like the Cavs, Pistons, they're not big market teams. Nah. But the Knicks, to have been just abysmal for so long, it is yep. it is a shame. And their recruits are so subpar, aren't they? Though, like the Austin Imagine Rivers, they were going to get Zion, oh, KD, Kyrie, and they've ended up with they Austin up Rivers, Nolan's Noel. Nothing oh. against them, but it's not oh. not, not the same tier talent as it, KD and no, Kyrie. It's not. Okay. Now, it'll be interesting. So we've we've got past the bottom three, and so we're all pretty much in sync there. It'll be interesting. To see <laughs> I didn't how even it write notes for the bottom four. In fact. Well, you you take us away with number twelve, Lee. Who I I put in the number twelve spot. I put. Chicago Bulls. Yeah, They're likewise. There. You did as well, yeah. yeah. I just likewise. feel like... Really? Yes. Oh, our oh, first okay. one across the board. I didn't know that, yeah. Um, I feel like they just didn't make too many moves um, this yeah. off-season when they really needed to. They needed Only someone. Only in the front office, not in the court, did yeah, they? Yeah, they got mm. rid of... Um, uh, Boy- oh, Boylan? Boylan, yeah, I was about to say, yeah. But um, they really didn't get anyone to um, not nurture, but just um, assist with Zach Levine. The load is still on his back, really. I think there's a very good chance that Zach Levine might be traded at some point throughout the season before the trade deadline. He's, he's certainly not happy there. And yep. if they're not winning games um, and he's meant to be their, I guess, marquee player, I think they might look to, um, yeah, dish him off. They're yeah. in a funny position, aren't they? I think mm. Billy Donovan getting him as head coach, mm. really good. 
uh, it'll be good to see how he goes with yeah. a bottom feeder team. Mm. Um, but the fa- I think Kobe White will start, and yeah. he's looked good. We spoke That's, about. I'm most excited for him on the board. But they do have com- like some competent players, mm. just, like. But they're kind of restricted in the sense Otto Porter's getting a boatload yeah, of cash. Yeah. Uh, Laurie Markinen showed so much potential, but well, what do we think about? Um, Pat Williams, because I know mate of the show Slick Rick is real high on him. I'm not sure though. I've heard good reports, and I uh, yeah, I like what I've seen so far. They rate him highly, don't they? Obviously, they picked him mm. up at four. Um, yeah. He's going to have a lot in his plate. Um, I hope he does well though, because they they need something to be excited about. Very true. Go on to uh, the NBA mobile app and look at Pat Williams' picture. It's a picture of him. And his suit. They haven't even. <laughs> Mate, that's him how up. you set the tone early. It looks like the accounting twenty twenty one photo shoot. It's, yeah. <laughs> well, there we go. So we all had bol- uh, the Bulls. Yes, the Bulls. They're going to make a Bulls up of this season. <laughs> the Bulls unanimously at number yes. twelve, yeah. number eleven. I had a team that made the playoffs last year, the uh, Magic. I did as Magic too. Did you? Yeah. There okay. you go. Uh, row number 11, 11 for you. I had Charlotte Hornets. Okay. Right. Yeah. So I guess on that for myself with the Magic, again, I've just said so many times, there's nothing yeah. to be excited about. No. The, the probably most exciting part for them for me is just seeing if Mark Elfords can continue to develop. Yeah. Uh, they yeah. lost DJ Augustine. Mm-hmm. Which I uh, think is... It's he wasn't great there, but it's a big loss. Yeah, for, yeah, I don't know. No, definitely. Um, they picked up Cole Anthony, but he's a rook. So. Yeah, he's a rook. I don't know how much he'll contribute no. early on, but you know, Gordon will he stay? Has he peaked? Is there mm. anything more to squeeze out of him? I I'm don't think so. Him, Speaking honest. of Gordon, have you seen his throat? Yeah. Oh, it looks so bad. It looks it so musty. Yeah, it's, it? it's so Shave bad. It? Uh, I would, yeah. yeah. Yeah, okay. Then, So the, the Hornets for you, Roy? Yeah. Well, you know, they've got some, you know, nice recruits off, over the off-season. We think of Lamelo Ball, who's, who's going to be probably up there in the Rookie of the Year race, you'd think. And then Gordon Haywood, not overly high on him, to be honest. He's... um. It's just because he left Boston. No, look, he hasn't. <laughs> and- he hasn't shown anything in some time until he prove, proves that he can get back to that sort of Utah Jazz form that he had we years ago. During the week, that Maybe was the other uh, thing, wasn't it? Yeah, pinky finger. So was that, that uh, or was it? Is that correct? I don't know, but he yeah, he did get injured throughout yeah. the week. I heard. Um, He's made I, of China, that guy. Yeah. 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 I I think there will be some good signs, and there might be a few highlight players, but I don't necessarily think that's going to translate into um, too much improvement this year. Mm. Yeah, okay. Um, so, number 10, I had the Hornets. I had the Hornets. And, and I had Orlando. So, oh, look at this. We're, we're, we're across the, the five. We're all the same teams, yeah. pretty much give or take a spot or two yep. across the board, yes. pretty in sync. Yep. Uh, the Hornets, Hornets really. They have a lot of good... Uh, <laughs> a lot of good... <laughs> they've got a lot of they've good... Got a lot of, <laughs> they've got a lot of good young yeah. pieces, which obviously this is not their year, but I think in the coming years they will, you know, move up these standings. They've got and, PJ Washington, yeah. don't they? They've got Devontae, mm. who's... Maybe his stock's a little bit higher than what it should be at the minute. My favourite mm. rook, Lamelo. They're going to be such a fun team to watch. I don't know if you've... Um, seen, but like the the lobs from like yeah. Lamelo to um, mm. I don't know, like Miles Bridges, yep. it's just insane, and I'd, I can't wait to watch them. I, yeah, as I was saying, there's going to be a few highlight players, but I do worry about their depth still. Yes. I think yep. they're going to struggle, and that's where they'll get found out. Will they? Do you reckon they'll look to actually? Well, with the money they've spent on Haywood and things like that, they'd certainly be going for the playoffs, um, the playing tournament at the very minimum, mm. but. 
you know, if things start to go a little pear-shaped, they start off poorly, do you just look to feed and develop LaMelo ball, not worry yeah, so much about wins? I do that. Or do you still try and, you know, with how much you've spent, do you look to push the issue? It's definitely a project team, isn't it? It's not something where they're they're expecting to contend for the playoffs within this year or even next year, to be honest with yeah. you. Like, it's it's going to take a few years. So I think you try to, you know, build your team probably around LaMelo ball at this stage. Yeah. And, um, yeah, just... In a few years, as Lee was mentioning before, they might be they might be a half decent team, but they're still a way off at the moment. Yeah, I agree. All right, fellas, this is where things get yeah. a little more interesting. I have mm. a feeling a nine will probably at least be the same for one of us. Do you want to kickstart us, then, Lee? I hate to say it, but I have my wizards. I have the wizards too, and I have the wizards. <laughs> yeah, I found them really tough to pick because I can too. certainly see them making the eight, and yeah. I think they're just going to be a team with mass energy, mass excitement. You know, you look up and down their roster, they've got some capable players, don't yeah. they? Mm. Bertans, West, I was about to say Wall again, Westbrook, yeah. Bill, yeah. um, Avija, uh, Hachimura, mm. you know, they yeah. do have capable players. And I think getting Westbrook was a good pickup. I don't think he's going to be the guy to push him into that eight, though, in the regular season. And this is why I asked that query, because if they get to nine and enter the playing tournament, they could nice. be a danger team, couldn't they? They could so. make the playoffs technically after. <laughs> I do agree. I certainly wouldn't want to be facing them in that kind of do-or-die format. No. It's crazy because on on um, paper, they, they're a better team than they were last year. They've got the inclusion of Russell Westbrook. They've got Denny, who I think is probably going to go down as probably one of the better rookies this yeah. year. I think he'll win Rookie of the Year. Well, who, who, did, they, who did they lose, like excluding Wall because he didn't play? Did they lose... No, 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 no notable names, I don't think. What's no. that? I said they didn't lose no, like, so or anything. So. They should only get better. Yeah, um, and that's the crazy thing, isn't it? They and finished they were... ninth last year. Yep. We're still expecting them to finish ninth this year, and they've they've improved their team, but that just shows how many other teams are improving at the same time. 100%. So, yeah, Watch this space with them. Right, we're in. We're into the uh, the top. Danger half. zone. Here we go. Number okay. eight row. Kickstarters. Who? who I'm do you scared. Have? This is where it changes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm nervous now. Uh, in the eighth spot, I've got the Indiana Pacers. So do I. So do I. Really? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, this is Pacers. a really boring podcast so far. Uh, yeah. Okay. So you want to start? Or? Yeah. All right. Um, again, another team who every year I kind of underestimate them. Yeah. Um, mm. and yet they over deliver. Mm. Uh, it's just a big question of. Is Oladipo going yeah. to be able to return to what he was? Uh, you, you, again, you look at their starting five, Turner, mm. Sabonis, Warren, Oladipo, Brogdon. Like, yeah. that is that's that's good, strong. That's five. like a top five squad in the East, you Just think? after that, get mm. a little bit worried. You've got the couple of holidays. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, there's after that top five. And again, will they keep Miles Turner? Mm. Uh, can him and... Like, we saw him and Sabonis coexist last mm. year, but do you really want to go with that moving forward? Yeah. Uh, yeah, what was your reasoning here, fellas? You, you should have. You go. Yeah, I was just going to say, as as with as I was mentioning with the Wizards, um, they, they've got a good team on paper, but there's so many other teams in the East who are improving this year. Um, as we'll go on after this, and there'll be a few sort of names that weren't that certainly weren't showing up this high last season. So nothing against the Pacers. I think they're a solid squad. Mm. Probably the big concern as well is will Oladipo stay at the moment? Yep. He's sort of looking like he might be traded at some point, but that, I think they'll still scrape in. You should have seen how much willpower it took for me not to put my Wizards at eight. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, to be honest, I was tossing up between this one. I'd, yeah. I'd initially I had the Wizards in, but uh, in the end, I think 
Indiana are the better team and will make it to that eight spot. I, in saying that, with the East getting you know progressively stronger and the paces kind of just stagnating, they've yes. had that same crew yep. for quite a while. Yep. I think that will make them drop off a bit. In saying that, um, that could also be a blessing because they're obviously getting more game time together and mm-hmm. forming more connections, you know what I mean? But yeah, I'll put them at eight. Right, seven. This Does is... it change here? We've, I, we've I just got the same one. I think <laughs> I'll, I'll start. I think it will change. Okay. okay. I've given last year's number two seed, the Raptors, down at seven. Whoa. Okay, that's probably our big shock so yes. far. Yes. Have you got? I've got the Atlanta Hawks at seven. I've got runner-up champions, Heat at seven. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Right, so this is where we differ. So Heat. Raptors and I've Hawks. got Atlanta. Right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'll kick starters quickly. Okay. My big big concern is Siakam. Like he's yeah. probably the number one guy. I don't know if he can lead a team uh, and be the focal point. Mm-hmm. I think, and especially as you said, Lee, you just said about stagnating with the paces. Yeah. I don't think it's the Raptors. Like they're still going to find gems yeah. um, coming up from the G mm-hmm. League and things like that. They've still got. A great squad. OG will get better, but I just think the teams I've got above them have gotten better. Yeah, and yes. like teams are getting better. As I it's said, it's not they're getting worse. It's yeah. just they're not getting better. So mm. I've got the Raptors there. Yeah, okay. I'll go with Miami. Look, they had a extremely hot run in Lighting the in a bottle. You reckon? In the mm. oh, they had a they had a very hot run in the playoffs. They were playing out of their skin. They were playing relentless hard basketball. They you saw Jimmy Butler after some of those finals game, he was completely out of steam, as were the other guys, but you can only play that way for so long. I think they're a fantastic playoffs team because they do play like that and I'll come back to it. They have that heat culture. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> where's the bingo card? <laughs> where's where's the money jar? That's a dollar. <laughs> I've no doubt they'll improve as a team. I've no doubt they'll improve individually as players, but I just don't think they'll be able to keep up that keep-going, relentless mentality all season. Well, they may be able to keep the mentality, but it won't um, translate into their perform- performance. Yeah, good. that's a fair prediction. Um, Atlanta, it, it's it's the biggest um, change from last season to this season. Um, last season they finished uh, 14th and... I think they're making the jump into the playoffs this year. Um, recruited a few huge names over the off-season. wouldn't say superstar names, but I would say very handy role players. Good complementary pieces alongside Trey. Exactly. I'm thinking Rondo, Gallinari um, specifically. Yeah, Bogdanovich. Bogdanovich. Forget, forget yeah, well. yeah. They've got a lot of shooting, don't they? They do. They do. My goodness. I almost would have put them higher, but I think um, they're still going to be quite raw playing together. Yeah. I think um, it's probably going to take a little while to get the team chemistry going as it generally generally does. But, yeah, I think massive improvement from Atlanta this year. I'm looking forward to watching them. I have them at six, so yep. I won't follow on too much. But what you said exactly, Ro, their biggest question is now going to be getting game time for everyone yes, because they've yeah. got a lot, a lot of capable players. They do, yeah, um, for sure. You know, we rattled through the names the other week and it is phenomenal the depth they've got now. Mm. Looking forward to seeing how they go. Mm. So, yep. I guess going on to number six for you, fellas. So the Hawks was my number six. I had Hawks at number six. And you guys know that Trey Young is my favourite player in the league right now. And it sucked to see him having to carry the weight on his back for the past two years. So it's good to see some new pieces coming over. The only, um, I guess you could say, problem I have with um, the new pickups is 
there's a lot of shooters on the team now. You've got mm. um, you've got Bogdan, Gallinari, you've got Trey Young, you've got um, Herder. Um, I feel like Lloyd Pierce is going to have to somehow change their playing style a bit. They're um, almost a little too one-dimensional yeah. in terms of, you know, too many shooters. They oh, can't. You can never have enough shooting. <laughs> Give me more. That's why Lloyd <laughs> Pierce is more. my smokey from last week because yeah. if, yes. if he does change their playing style for the better, then... God, he's going to be a good bloke. He's going to be a good bloke (laughs) with a little bit of extra hardware in the cabinet. Uh, Ro, you're number six. This one one kind of hurt hurt me because... um, He's not doing it, is he? No. I've gone with Philly at number six, and I wanted to put them lower. I honestly did want to put them lower. I've said for a long time now that I don't really rate what Philly have done over the last few seasons. I don't think they've probably lived up to where they should have... Should have reached. Um, but this season, I think the inclusion of Seth Curry on this roster is going to help them. They've had they've had enormous problems shooting over the last few seasons. I think Ben Simmons is going to continue to d- develop. The thing with Ben Simmons is the shooting aspect of it is the only thing holding him back from being probably one of the best players in the league. Yep. yep. Um, but I think he will continue to improve, and Joel Embiid obviously as well. I, I just see them as a, the type of team who's probably not going to, you know, drop off too much, but they're probably not going to be, you know, the top three to four that perhaps maybe they would be if Ben Simmons got that shot of his going. But oh, the, Well, my number five were the 76ers. Now, um, it's so hard because they were my pick last year for number one in the East, yeah. and I keep kind of trying yeah. to buy in, but I just can't. Um Love the moves they made. Mm. Doc Rivers, great getting him as yes. coach. Yeah. Um, now, and Daryl Morey in the front office as well, made some great moves. Getting Denny Green, getting Curry, having that shooting around uh, Simmons and Embiid is crucial. Mm. Also, like their uh, their draft picks, like Tyrese Maxey, I think is going to be, mm. you know, a bit of a player. Um, but fifth, I think, I didn't want to... Uh, part of me was going to put them higher, but mm. I'm just... You just can't trust no. in them yet. It's kind of no, wait and see... And see how it all fits together and if it's actually, you know, being good on paper is one thing, yeah. but whether it translates to on-court success has got me holding back. So the, the, fifth was, that was fair your for me. They've hurt us too many times, haven't they? Yeah, my hands are pretty well burned. <laughs> yeah, same. Uh, my five, I've put the wraps there. And for most of the same reasons that Rose said, it seems like... Um, Siakam is just... Oh, was Nick. Or was that you, Nick? Siakam's just... He's not plateauing, but he's not going higher, it seems. Um, an abysmal playoffs. Yeah, yeah, I know. And then losing um, both vets in Mark Gasol and Ibaka, that's going to Yeah, I didn't touch on that. That is really underrated. Getting Bainsey is. is great, yeah. but losing that, both, both of Gasol and Ibaka, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I didn't mention that, but great point, yeah. great yeah. point. And I don't know what it is that keeps them high on the um it's it's not like an Orlando Magic situation but it kind of is i know they have you know Lowry Van Vliet Siakam who can average 60 points between them they've got o, OG and Anobi but it it it's just that toughness from them that keeps them going i don't know like what it is yeah. Terrence Davis Norman Powell being able to find these yep. yeah. uncut gems yeah. that's a thing um yeah so yeah i I completely forgot about Gasol and Abarca, so yeah. now I feel even better about my seven <laughs> for them. Um, we're on to the fifth for you, weren't we, Ryan? Yes, I've got the Raptors as well. Yeah. I'll pretty much echo everything that Lee said. But 
I, yeah, I think they, they're probably my answer to why they're still up there is sort of they've got quite a bit of depth, but it's almost underrated depth. Like mm. the players on their bench, like Norman Powell, Chris Boucher. Raptors yeah. culture, you reckon, Roy? It doesn't sound as good. <laughs> no, but... it certainly doesn't. Um, but And the, it, they're going to be so glad that Fred Van Vliet re-signed yeah. over the off-season. Mm. Um, that's a big one. Not that he's going to be leading them to a championship or anything They'd like that. They'd be upset, but... though, now that Giannis has gone because they were really planning... They're going to have quite a bit of cap base, but planning yeah. around getting him. Yeah. I think they thought with Masai Ujiri, they've we're in pretty good shape, but uh, that's kind of halted that. Not today. Uh, we look ahead now. Home court advantage teams, the top four. Yes. Lee, do you want to start us? I will. I've got Rose Boys, the Boston Celtics at four. Yeah, me too. Um, I think you do as well, right? No. Oh, no I sorry. think to start off, missing out. On Kemba for the first, I don't know how long. Is it weeks? Is it months? It could I think, potentially only be a few weeks, but it, it, that, that's at a minimum, I guess. I think that's going to hurt their start of the year. And then Rowe said he didn't like Haywood, but he was a good piece for them. What's no Haywood mean? That means Robert Williams the third is coming in. He's spotting. Mm. No, that is not a joke. Robert Williams the third is coming in to take Haywood's spot, and I don't he's, think... I'm a Boston fan. He's underrated, but anyway, that's he's, okay. Yeah. He's a fine player, but I don't think he's a starting player by any means. I was tossing up, because I had them fourth as well, I was tossing up third and fourth. The only reason I gave them fourth was I reckon they'll just drop maybe a couple of games here and there whilst Kemba's out, and yep. it won't derail them by any means, but I think just with a shorter season, 72 games, I think I might just have them at fourth. Yep, perfect. Fourth I've, for you, Roy? I've got the heat. At, at four, um, I think they'll have another great season. Um, last year's regular season wasn't, you know, anything too special, no. was it really? It was just that they went on that amazing run in the playoffs that eventually earned them the final spot. But I think that would have gained a lot of confidence um, off, the, off that hot streak that they went through. And I think they'll um, bring that into the regular season this year. And, and you know, you think of Tyler, Tyler Hero, another year, Hopefully improves a bit more. Um, and Duncan Robinson and Bam Adebayo, these guys will continue to get better. So, yeah, happy to have them at four. I had them at three. Um, yep. Again, getting Avery Bradley and echoing everything you've said. Uh, I think that word confidence really applies to them now. It does. I think knowing that they've made it to, to the end, yep. um, I think will install great faith. And the chemistry they've built being in that bubble for so long, the morale, mm-hmm. yep. Butler, Bam, Robinson, Hero, uh, I think will serve them well. So I've got them at number three. At uh, my third spot, I've got the 76ers here. Okay. So, he trusts okay. them. He trusts uh, the process. Yeah. <laughs> what was holding them back last year was shooting, I'd say, and a, yep. good tr- a good coach. They've acquired both of those things. They've got... Didn't like Brett Brown. I didn't really. Didn't what like a, the Aussie flavor. You see what he did in the playoffs to them? He butchered them. But um, <laughs> not having Simmons, but I... Yeah. Yeah, I Seth Curry. Um, and everyone bashes him because of that shot. But Danny Green coming in, I think he's going to be a good veteran shooter. And then, obviously, Doc Rivers. I think Ben Simmons is going to just keep elevating um, this year. They've, they've dropped 57-year-old Al Horford and oh, Josh Richardson. He's off to the retirement home now. <laughs> Um, oh. who and they weren't doing a heap there really, and they picked up like I said, Curry, Green, Howard. Um, but I think it it takes a lot of you need to have a lot of trust in them, like you guys yeah. said. And my trust comes down to in in particular Joel Embiid. I think he needs to be more accountable for his game, and I think he needs to be more consistent. We saw him 
last year have some great 35 point games 14 mm. rebound games but then i remember a game that just like sticks in my head he had zero points yeah. and like seven rebounds mm-hmm. so i think the three main words um that the 76ers need to fall into is they need to have a good mindset they need to be a bit more mature and uh they need to take more accountability for their performance yeah, he's in depth in boy depth. Oh boy okay um, have we done your number three, Ro? No, my number three is my boys, Boston Celtics. Yes. Um, I think they'll have another really good year. Jason Tatum, obviously, he's going to take another huge step. Um, they're just—I just don't see them dropping off, but I also don't—I can't see them in the um, first two spots. Um, yep. And we'll find out well, why now. <laughs> the first two, based on what we've all said, is. Agreed, the top two. It depends yeah, yes. what order here, so this will be interesting. Yep. I think it's all the same. The number two. I have the Bucks. Ah, oh, okay. Um, so we know how this is going, but I've gone the Bucks. Uh, Drew will help, but you know they've lost Bledsoe, they've lost Lopez, who wasn't that much of a factor. Um, I worry about like I think their top four is good: uh, Middleton, Lopez, Giannis, yep. and Drew. Yeah. Uh, but after that, you know, who are you putting your trust in? Connaughton, DJ yeah. Wilson, you know. What are we looking at there? Um, and I, I just think they're, they're only a regular season team. And we all know, as many of our listeners and you guys know, I'm still on the Giannis is overrated train. Yeah, hate him. I don't hate him. He doesn't I don't hate him, hate but he... Him. Every time well, I say... So I, I resonate. Every I time him. I say Harden, I mean, um, Giannis's name, you should see Nick's face. No, he just no. is like just does a disgusted face. No, well, disgusted for the fact that he hasn't been able to deliver in the biggest moments yet. Yeah. He's the back-to-back MVP... Just received the largest contract in history. There's no excuses now. Like yeah. he's got the the team he wants, really. Okay. But I still don't think they're good enough. Yeah, I've I've got. And um, I'm sorry on that. I think that will flame out again in the playoffs. Okay, okay. Yeah. I've got the Brooklyn Nets, and now this team was probably the hardest to project because we haven't mm-hmm. seen how um KD and Kyrie look together. You also don't know how healthy they're going to stay and who's going to stay healthy. Um, but I can see why you've picked them as your numero uno, Nick, because you look how <laughs> stacked they are and see, well-rounded they are. And they're not overly stacked. Um, they don't have... They have a lot of mouths, but they don't need to feed them all. Some of them can go a bit starving. You, know? <laughs> um, <laughs> you see Durant and Kyrie come back on the floor, like I said, and yes, they're going to most likely bowl out. Granted, they don't get injured. Um, but then you look at their second um, second pieces in Levert, Dinwiddie, Allen, and that's their second piece. And I, I, I'd put them into three tiers because then you've got um, Lulu Cabarot. You have Joe Harris, Touring Prince. I think it's perfect to have those three tiers, and I think it's going to fit pretty perfect as well. Mm. Yep, good points. I've had the Brooklyn Nets throughout this last week whilst I was doing these standings. From one to six. Yeah, right. So they've been up and down. They they finished at number two for me. Very interested to see how these personalities are managed. KD mm-hmm. and Kyrie. And just, you know, fitting in with the rest of the team. They they sort of had a bit of a settled lineup last year with 
um, Dinwiddie and Karis Levert. Um, who else was there? Um, Jared um, Allen. Do, do you start? Sorry, do you start Dinwiddie or start Levert? There's I, only one of them. Levert. Levert's starting, and that's why I think Dinwiddie will get six man of the year this year. Same. Dinwiddie started today in their preseason yeah. games. The last. It'll be and interesting. It, and it might it might rotate. Yeah. But on paper, they're one of the best teams in the league. Like you yep. look at KD and Kyrie, along with the depth that they have, they could be, they could very well be first this year. But I've because I rate Milwaukee's regular season so highly and what Giannis can do, I think. And that's it. Giannis will. Not after that. You only rate their regular season. Yeah, yeah but this is after the regular yeah. season. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just getting digs. Yeah. He's getting in a few jabs, but oh well. And Nick <laughs> thinks he's the only guy that doesn't like their playoff. <laughs> I know. Well, yeah. Nick thinks everyone else thinks they're going all out in the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, yes. Uh, well, my number one, the Nets, uh, I'll just say. And like you guys have touched on it, I don't think there's any substitute for top tier talent, which mm. Katie and Kyrie both are. And the way you broke down those tiers, mm. Lee, hundred percent right. Yeah. The fact that they're just so strong in the middle and even the bottom tier yeah. of that group you mentioned, yeah. uh, I think they will really mm. kind of flex their muscle early, especially Katie and Kyrie coming back. Yep. So glad to see good old Spider Arms back. <laughs> yes, yeah. Him and Brandon, Ing- I'm looking forward to seeing him and Brandon Ingram oh, together. Geez. Battle of the Spiders. Got a wingspan about 18 feet. <laughs> yes. Mm. Uh, so number one for you guys the, was the Bucks. The Bucks, and it's going to be surprising at least for me if they just if they didn't run it back um, in the top of the East this year. Mm. Um, acquiring Drew Holiday, like Rose said a couple of weeks ago, is just going to um, elevate Giannis's defensive efforts. The only thing is they lost a lot of depth, a lot of depth, to be honest. Bledsoe, Hill, Lopez, Matthews, and they weren't... Um, I forgot Wes Matthews. Wes was. Matthews. Yeah. Yep. They were good good pieces for the Bucks, but the Bucks do remain my prediction for the top of the East. Yep, I like it. Um, and, yeah, I'm the, I'm the same as well. I think, I think they're probably, again, I don't know what they're going to produce in the playoffs. No one really does, but I think in terms of their regular season, Giannis is the type of player who drags these teams to wins. He's actually unstoppable against pretty much every single team in the league. You can't stop that guy, and he, and he does win your games. That's why he's so valuable. That's why he's won the MVP the last few seasons. So um, I think they'll definitely be one or two this season, but I'll go with one. Wow. There you go, fellas. There is the East. It was, I guess, doing a quick little summary. From the most part, we were on board with the couple in the kind of three to six range, a little bit different. But, yeah, um, yeah I think it's the strongest the East has been in a while. Yeah. Should we move ahead to the West? Yeah, this, this is going to be a long and okay. Oh, this is well, this was difficult, really. Number fifteen. I'm still changing mine on the go. <laughs> number fifteen. OKC. I'm guessing we're all on OKC. We are. Uh, won't really spend any time. Uh, yeah. But the correct rebuild. They're doing the right yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. Um, getting as many assets. Just let Shea grow. I'm so that's I. I am very excited to see um, more of the bowl in Shea's hands and yeah. that and that big door. Yeah. But that's Shay's team now, yep. so it's it's going to be exciting to see what he does with them. But still last. They're going to be last. Yeah, yeah. Without a doubt. Lucky to get 10 wins. Number well, we said that last year with OKC, and they oh, ended up, what, yeah. like seven they've or lost, something? They've lost a they've lot. They've lost a lot. They, Adams, Paul, Gallinari, Schroeder. They might end up 14, though, but go ahead. Uh, 14. Might got, even change here. Yeah. I've got the Grizzlies. That was that was your shock pick, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah. A yeah. team that was pretty much in the playoffs until mm. well, the last until the bubble, they were looking great. Uh, I just again, it's a matter of I don't. I think everyone else has gotten better. Yep. Um, yeah, and it's no hard feelings. I think they've definitely got a bright future. 
Ju- uh, Jackson, I was going to call him Junior. Jaron Jackson Junior, Jarma Rand, Dylan Triple Brooks. J. Yeah, Triple J, it's hottest 100. <laughs> um, but they've got, I just don't think they've got enough talent and enough veteran leadership. Um, yep. We've got Valentunas, Winslow, but I just don't think there's enough there to get them over the mm-hmm. other team. So there certainly could, could be higher. But you could yeah. say, if that's your point, you could say that for a lot of these bottom I could, teams. But I think you just hate Memphis. No, come on, man. <laughs> Someone's got to be 14. <laughs> Who have you got then? Uh, San Antonio Spurs. I don't think they're doing a heap in this upcoming season. Um, they've. They've kept uh, Demar, but who else have they got really? Lamarcus is in his very like. Yeah, I wouldn't have even been surprised if he retired over last off season. Yeah. Surprised he's sort of coming back, mm. but uh, yeah. Spurs for you, Lee. I've got the Spurs as well. I haven't seen much improvement over the off off season, to be honest, in terms of their recruits. So I I think personally they probably should have blown it up and got rid of Demar and Lamarcus Aldridge. There's yeah, they're just another one of those teams who, uh, if anything, I think they've gone backwards after the off season. Just as you touched on there, Ro, it's kind of it's going to be a matter almost of potentially changing as we're talking now. I'm just looking at my list. I'm like, oh, yeah. Once we speak about it and actually verbalise it, it could change somewhat. Uh, yep. Number thirteen though, the Minnesota Timberwolves. Me yep. also. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to say why? Uh I just again they've got talent. Um, I think getting Rubio, great. They got the number one pick in Edwards, who's looked at times decent, other yeah, times he, shaky. He hasn't looked that good. Carl I Anthony, know it's just preseason, but... Townsend, D-Russ. The big problem is here, they're just going to give up a boatload of points, yeah. and yeah. I just don't think they're good enough. And, and it's really for Towns, I think, a year to kind of decide, is he a top, mm. you know, 10, 15 player in the league, or is yeah. he just a good player? Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm not too 100%. sure at this point, but I still think... It'll be similar to their season mm. last year. And you know I love Rubio. He's one of my, probably the top three, um, my top three facilitators in the league, but he's not going to make the difference, nor is um, Anthony Edwards, in my opinion. Um, so that's mm. why they're so low on my list. Yeah, that's, that's fair. I had Sacramento Kings. Okay. Um, I, I'm really worried about their chemistry at the moment. We know it's already shaky with... Buddy Hill's relationship with uh, with Luke Walton, mm-hmm. um, Darren Fox. I think he's he's a individually he's going to improve, but I, uh, once again, I don't think he's going to necessarily lead them to to more wins. Um, another team who I don't think has improved vastly over the off season. So yeah, happy to have them sort of bottom four in the in the West. I've got the Kings at twelve. Yeah. Um, now I think they could be eleventh or twelfth depending on if, if they play quick. And in the preseason, they've looked better. Walton's got them playing with a better tempo. Uh, again, I think Fox is elite. I really like him, and he's that exciting to watch. Mm. Uh, but, yeah, I don't see them getting any higher than, you know, 11th or 12th. So the Kings yep. at 12 no, for me. No, got Kings at 12 too. Um, De'Aaron Fox has shaved his head, so he's going to be a touch faster than he already is. A bit more um, aerodynamic. That <laughs> plays a huge role. Mm. Buddy Hield has been starting in these preseason games, which was his main issue. So I don't know if they've sorted that out. Um, mm. Probably not. But Hassan Whiteside, that was a good pickup for them. I'm, I'm actually a fan of Hassan Whiteside, unlike Nick. <laughs> Um, and I, I'm also a fan of Daggles, Marvin Bagley. Mm-hmm, I'm not a fan of Harrison Barnes, so but we'll see. You're just list on this week, we'll say <laughs> if we'll, we're a we'll fan of them. Lee likes or not on the Sacramento Kings. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so at number 12, I had the Timberwolves. 
Um, another one of those teams. So I think Anthony Edwards is in, in a, maybe a few years going to be a really good player, and I think he he's got the ability to score at will. Um, but I think he's still quite raw at the same time. I don't think he's going to be the difference between wins. It's going to be good seeing um, D'Lo and Cat play together. But after D'Lo, Cat and Anthony Edwards, geez, their talent drops off an absolute cliff. Like they, they don't have great depth on that squad. And that's why I think they'll continue to you know, be lackluster this season. Lackluster, great word. Thank uh, you. Number 11, I have the Spurs. Now, Why have you got him so high? Yeah, you see, this was one on the fly. Mm. I was thinking of changing. But to be honest, when LaMarcus Aldridge was out and in the bubble, uh, I think DeMar actually looked better like, yeah. in kind of running this team with the younger guys. Uh, having a healthy DeJounte Murray and Derek White, I think, yeah. will be big. I really like both of them. And Lonnie Walker looks like he's progressing at a really nice rate. Mm. Uh, yeah, I just... I don't know. It's hard to see, like, a Spurs team where you're so accustomed to them making the playoffs, just gritting and grinding. Last year was the yeah. first year in, was it, 20 years or so that they had? A long time, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I still think they've got that mentality to just push through. Mm-hmm. Uh, they certainly won't be any higher than 11th, but I can mm. see them eking it out. I've got uh, Grizzlies at that 11th spot just because... Yeah, I think about it. Like, having the but, Grizzlies at 14th yeah. and the Spurs at 11th, a bit yeah. dodgy, but yeah, uh, I, I don't know. They're, they're being led. Do you, would you say they're led by Jar Morant? Yes. Say so they're led by his performances, but from a like experience, yeah. like well, being a the leader. Like I don't it, even know how you look at it. No, because like, you yeah. look at Luca. He's yeah. leading that team. He's only in his third year. Is he? Is he leading them? Um, I don't know. He's, Obviously, performance yeah. wise, but I think so. who's, I, who's the who's the locker room leader then? Yeah, I think it's. God, I don't know. I don't, that's that's what, why I'm that's asking. That's what worries me. Yeah. The locker room leader. Yeah, Malin good Trinus. question. Maybe Valley. Yeah, one of these guys who maybe. But then, it, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. It's hard to say. Maybe they don't have one. We just don't know. I've, I've got really not much to bash them with, despite putting them at 11, because they're a great team, but mm. I just don't think they're better than the teams that I'm going to put above them. Yep. That is fair. Yeah, that's good. Um, same story. I think there's a few teams from last year who finished below them who will jump frog them. Uh, yeah, jump frog them. Yeah, yeah. them. Leap frog them. Jump frog. <laughs> Whatever you want to go. I knew it wasn't the correct word. <laughs> um, but I think Jar Morant will continue to improve. I'm I'm really excited to see what he does this season. I think he's gonna he's he's gonna do so much for that squad. But I don't necessarily think it's gonna be um, making the playoffs. Still get worried that he's going to get injured because he's yeah, he's, he's very slim, Jim, and he correct. just get, he gets up and yeah. some, some of the like the ways he comes down is yeah, kind scary. of heart and mouth. So, geez, his hair's doing a bit lately. Have it we seen it? it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Points for that, though. Yeah, absolutely. Number ten, top ten. Uh, number ten for me, the Utah Jazz. Utah Jazz at ten. At ten. Okay. Now what? this the, the West was so hard, but I've said ten. Uh, the the question is like Donovan Mitchell's great, but is the the stint he had in the bubble is it kind of a flash in the pan? Is he is he going to be dropping fifties regularly? No. I don't think so. Uh, the big thing though with them is their depth. Mm-hmm. Like we had last year after their top fives. Yep, it's all right, whatever. Um, and then Jordan Clarkson. Yep. But after that, we had. People like my Oni, um, Tony Bradley, <laughs> exactly. <my> so <laughs> sounds like an Asian food. <laughs> exactly. So that just highlights. I don't think they 
I think they've lost depth now. Yeah. And I don't think with how good, like when we go through the rest of the teams, I think they're going to be better than the Jazz. Mm -hmm. Especially, sorry, Gobert, who's turned down his contract, you know. Who knows what's going to happen with him? Like, is there going to be chemistry issues again? Yep, who knows? I think a team that are missing out on the playoffs and they'll get 10, in my opinion, are the Golden State Warriors. Um, Is that, do you think that's low? I think that's low. Compared to my standards, yeah. Yeah, I mean... Steph Curry's there, but he can only do so much for them. Um, he's coming back off an injury. We don't know if he's how injury prone is. He he's has the ability to get injured again, and then it, it sucks that um, Clay Thompson can't come back. And they did a good job in picking up Ubre Junior. and his um, you know replacement. But I just don't think they're enough to make that eight. Okay. Um, Will you put Jazz at ten, Nick? Yeah. True. Okay. Okay. That was that was rich. Okay. Um, here's my here's my big shocker. So we've episode. all got Smokies for ten. We've all got these like big shockers for ten. Here we go. He's got my... Lakers at ten. Jeez, <laughs> oh, LeBron's fallen off. <laughs> He's died. Here's my, here's my big shock. Houston Rockets. Yep. Number okay. ten. Yeah. I I'm I'm so uncertain of what they're going to dish up this year. I don't even know if James Harden's going to be there tomorrow. Like it, there's just <laughs> it, there's just so much going on. I think their squad um, is decent, but I think there's so much un- instability there at the moment. And a new Houston. head coach, new head Silas coach. There. That's right. Um, so I think they could be the team who drop off massively this year. I have them at ninth. So yeah. I, you know, I t- totally agree with what you're saying there. Just for the fact of chemistry, I think it's a big thing. I won't really linger yep. on them, but I am worried. They do have capable players getting Christian Wood, John Wall, DeMarcus Cousins. Great to see them, Wall and Cousins, back together. Yeah, but uh, sure. that big name, Harden, what yeah. will happen there? So. I've, I've got them at nine too, just because, like Rose said, there's so much uncertainty. You don't know what's going to happen with Harden and their team. Um, my question are you, like, he's, they're obviously going to get a good piece or some good pieces in return for Harden mm. if he's traded, you'd think. But what do you think the Rockets could do um, if they got rid of Hart and they just had Wall and Big in, potentially another Biggie. big... Oh, Boogie. <laughs> Boogie. Boogie Notorious B.I. <laughs> yeah. What do you think they could yeah. do? Where where would they end up? Like? Um, if they depends, dished Harden. Depends yeah. what they get. Depends what they get. Yeah. But, you know, probably a spot or two higher. Yeah. 7th, 8th, ninth. Yeah. Uh, mm. Again, I just think the teams ahead of them are really strong. The West is so stacked now. Mm. So you could really put these in any order. Um, I don't know how high their ceiling is this year. Yep, yep, that's fair. Number nine, Roy. Number nine for me, a team who I, I, I'm really spewing that I couldn't fit them into my top eight because I think they're going to be great. But I think Phoenix Suns are going to be finishing at nine. Um, you know, recruiting Chris Paul over over the off is obviously enormous. But it's just a case of there being so many good teams in the West, and mm. they were in and out of my top eight, but I just couldn't couldn't fit them in there in the end. That's fair. That's yep. fair. Yep. We're on to the top eight then, fellas. This, this is, is where things yeah. will get spicy, hopefully. I have the Pelicans. Mm-hmm. I have the Pelicans too. Number Make eight. that three. Yeah, okay, yeah. yep. So we all think they're going to step up. Losing Drew isn't ideal, but Bledsoe, Adams, um, a full season of Zion, I mm. think will be enough just to get them in there. Yep. And, you know, having Zion out for the majority of last season was essentially why they 
finish so low. Yeah. Um, and as you were mentioning just then before, um, recruiting Steve Adams over the off-season, he's an intimidator under the Big rim. Big enforcer, isn't he? He's, he's, he's going to be massive for them. And I think they're just naturally all on the up. That's so it. So I'm looking forward to seeing them. Yeah, I, there's not much else to say. I think mm. people are forgetting how good Eric Bledsoe can be, though, and how, how he's going to help them out immensely. Uh, well, not immensely, but they're gonna. He's gonna be beneficial for. He's them. another player, isn't he? A capable player. Yeah, I'm forever gonna begrudge Bledsoe for keeping Delhi out of that Bucks starting lineup. <laughs> not happy. No, and then I'm also very excited just to see more of Bi because I love the lanky bloke. Yeah, yeah spider yeah. arms. So that's reminiscent it. of KD, and that's I think why I love him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. Number seven, the Golden State Warriors. No, that's high. Uh it's all about Curry, and I think I think the starting five is all right. You've got Draymond, Wiggins, Wiseman. Now, I heard it's not Wiseman, it's Weissman. Is it? Yeah. Surely not. And We don't like that. Yeah, well, no, so I'm, so I'm got, calling him Wiseman. I reckon we could go Wiseman. Yeah, it's yeah. so, spelt. <laughs> sorry, Wiseman, Green, Wiggins, Curry, and, uh, and Oubre. Oubre, that's the name. I keep forgetting he's on the team now, but I think yeah. that starting five is... More than capable of making the playoffs. Mm. Uh, hopefully, we get to see a bit more of Juan Toscano Anderson, um, <laughs> yep. but Eric yep. Paschal. They've they've got enough depth, enough capable players to get through. I think, mm, but again, yeah. it's all going to be about Curry and that starting five. Yeah, yeah, like it. Um, I have uh, the Phoenix Suns, and I don't know if it's just because I've still got some of that recency bias of them winning that eight eight game winning streak in the bubble, um, but I think they're going to make that seventh spot um, despite, you know, trading half their team. You look back on that eight-game streak, though, and you realise that um, it was mostly Booker and Aiton leading. But what really did they trade away? Who did they trade away? Kelly Oubre, Ricky Rubio, a couple other, They did lose a few decent pieces, but they certainly added. They added Chris Paul in the mix, which is very scary. And Jay Crowder. Um, Jay Crowder, big, Crowder, underrated too. almost. Yeah. Big, big, underrated yeah. player. Yeah. So um, that's, that's, that's... Your seven. seven. Yeah. I had Utah, um, one of those teams who I had about sixth to tenth this whole time. They're, so, they're quite unpredictable still. I think I still have faith in them that they'll make the playoffs. I think Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert, if they stay together, are... a pretty lethal combo both they're they're like the offensive slash defensive you know ultimate duo like they're great on the opposite ends of the floor um i think overall their roster's pretty solid they've got a few good role players um name them geordie clarkson yep who else you got uh without without no, going they, having do, a look. they do they <laughs> name a few for me fellas um bogdan jingles jingle bells jingle <laughs> jingle how did i even forget about jingles <laughs> yeah yeah i um I I just personally think that they they're not they're not going to be missing the playoffs this year, um, but that might all come down to Rudy Gobert yep. if he gets traded and suddenly Donovan Mitchell by himself. Who's the defensive anchor on that team? Probably <laughs> no one. <laughs> no one. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, I've got them at seventh. Very good. And I oh. So Number you know, six, you, you know you, mine at six. What's that? <laughs> I said you probably know mine at six. Who you got? The Utah Jazz. Um, yeah. For a lot of the same reasons, as I do think that um, Donovan is going to elevate his game. I just don't know about um, Rudy Gobert. Ever since 
COVID and that whole COVID ordeal with him touching other mics, I've, I did lose a lot of respect for him, to be honest. Yes. And I, I've never really liked him since. Every time I see him, I think of him as just a snotty guy <laughs> coughing all the time. I don't know yeah. if that's just me, but, <laughs> yeah. but, but I think that'll still make the, uh, the eight. Uh, my sixth was the Phoenix Suns. I think that core is really strong, um, and I think actually Booker having like a top, top-level facilitator in Paul will be nothing but advantageous. Um, a couple of players who are strong in the clutch. We saw Booker with that shot over the Clippers in the bubble. Mm-hmm. Um, Chris Paul just did it numerous times this year. And again, touching on Jay Crowder, I think he's a huge undervalued piece. As well as Aiton developing, I think they're primed for a, a spot in the playoffs for the first time in, what, what will it be? Um, uh, how many years? Yeah, how did that a long time. While. I think they've... Is it the longest stretch without a playoff? The last time they were there in Steve Nash days, mm. or am I being my over exaggerating? Oh, yeah. I can't even remember. Yeah, maybe during the Amari Steve Nash days. Yeah, so a long time ago, nevertheless. Yeah. But I think they're they're going to be there. Yep. Row number six. Number six, I've got Golden State Warriors. Um, losing Clay Thompson um, decreased their value a lot. Um, I thought with uh, Clay Thompson um, in the lineup that they would have been top three. Agreed. That that isn't the case. Um, they've still got really good players um, to sort of fill in. Kelly Oubre Jr. is a decent player, and you got James Wiseman, who, even though I don't think he's going to, um, you know, score, be be contributing that much on the offensive end, I think he's going to have to do a fair bit defensively, and I think he's capable of doing that. Steph Curry as well is the type of player, as we've seen over the course of his career, who can shoot his team um, into victory. So Single-handedly, can he? He can. So, um, yeah, I, th- I still think they'll be in the picture. Excellent. That takes us to number five. Ro? Number five. He's I'm running I'll back. Get, I'll get you <laughs> pulling yeah, double you, duty You've here. caught me off guard. I went to yawn. No, I, um, right. I've gone with the Portland Trailblazers. Um, I think last year, for the majority of the year, they were missing Nurkic and Collins, who really important players, particularly Nurkic. Um, and they only scra- just scraped into the playoffs this year. I think hopefully all going well, their entire squad will be healthy and um, they'll finish in a top five position. We saw a few years ago they made the Western Conference Finals, so they're That's certainly it. capable of you know beating some really good teams. Um, but, yeah, I think five is fair. Lee? I have um, the Portland Trailblazers as well. Um, I think on paper we always say they do have a <laughs> you're about to sneeze, Nick. I was about to, but I held Getting it. Getting a bit of for this bit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> very strong team, which they which they do. Um, I think Dame is going to have to play crazy, which I have no doubt he will. Um, but you look at their starting five, their new starting five, really. They've got Dame, CJ, Rob Cove. I think Derek Jones Jr. is going to pop into that spot, which isn't. You know, a great piece, but he's good. <laughs> and you've got Cantor, which he he'll he'll do what's needed. He's not starting, is he not? Nurkic. Oh, no, yeah, oh yeah, I don't know how he I forgot about Nurkic. Well, Cantor, and then we talk about their bench though, which really stands out. Gary to me. Trent. They've got Gary Trent Jr. They've got Melo coming off the bench. Mm. Um, Harry Giles, Anthony Simons. Um, then you can put Cantor in there. So, yep. and I'm backing my um. Six man in Carmelo Anthony. Jesus <laughs> creepers. Okay. Well, my number five was the Mavs. Okay. Uh, they've got the bookies MVP and my MVP favourite. Uh, the big factor for them will be if KP can stay healthy or when he gets back on the court. Mm. Uh, that's a big worry. And I think 
Yeah, a lot rides on Luca's shoulders. Mm. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how they go. They've got Richardson now. Uh, I think their squad is good enough if KP is healthy, but okay. uh, good enough for fifth anyway. Do you, do you think, just quickly, did you choose Luca as the MVP last I week? I did. Do you think Luca can win the MVP if they're not inside the top four in the West? That's probably the big question mark for mine Yeah, because I think historically we look back and the MVPs have been in the top what few did, seats. What did OKC finish the year that Russ won it? Uh, he, he had a historic triple-double season. Yeah, But yeah. again, I think Luca is going to be pretty close to that. Yeah, yeah. I think um, I, I agree with you, yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't like to see him drop any lower than fifth or sixth mm, if he's to win it, yeah, but yeah. I think they should be in and around. Yeah, like it. Right, my turn for time for double right. duty. Number yeah, four. Four, four Got the Blazers. Again, we've spent time on them, so I'll just briefly mm. touch. They've um, gone high on our list from eight to, to five and four. Mm. But again, the fact that... Oh, yeah, no, sorry, yes. No, you're right. That's all right. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, that's all right. But I think Dame's probably my number two pick for MVP. Okay. I think he would carry a massive load, 30 points um, a game. Nurkic yep. is the big factor, having him back and healthy. So I'm looking forward to seeing what they can do. Yep. Number four, Lee. Um. I've got the Mavs at four, and I, it's hard to write about them because I don't really have much to say. I just think they're better than the teams below them, but not as good as the teams above them. I think KP's health will um, be a big mm-hmm. factor to how they go. If he can stay healthy, I think that would be pretty good. Um, and with Josh Richardson coming in, he's going to uplift their defense. I do want to see Luca's defense elevate a bit because I think that's one of the only things that he's missing, his um, defensive mm. abilities. Certainly. Yeah. Right? I've got the Mavs as well, but it it, it really shows you why Luke is such a such a highly um, highly sought after and he's such a good player because I look at their roster overall and I go, there's pl- I reckon that there's a few teams below them who have a better roster overall, but I think he's the type of player who can lift this team to wins and make his teammates who probably don't look like, you know, stars on paper, play like stars. He's like LeBron in that way. He makes his other teammates better. 100%. And I think if he's going to be – I think he's, if he's going to win the MVP, I reckon they've – I personally think they've, they're going to have to be top four. Yep. Um, and, yeah, that's where I see them finishing up. Fellas, we're on to the top three. Here we go. Uh, Is it my turn? Yep, you're up, boss. I've got a number three, and I'm sure you guys – Probably, actually, I don't know, but I've got Denver Nuggets there. Um, why are you looking at me? No, like I'm that? not. <laughs> good. Yep, good. Um, I yep. think this is Jamal Murray's year to become a superstar, I'd say. Those playoff series, we'd never seen that Jamal Murray before. Um, the Jokic, he's okay. He's only going to get better. He's only going to get scarier. He's only going to get uglier. Mm. Um, oh, I, knew <laughs> I could see it coming a mile. Um, Poor yoke. <laughs> no, but I think I think they're going to secure that third spot. Hmm. I had the Clippers. Okay, me too. Uh, yeah, you did as well. Yeah. Abaka, wicked, great, well done to them. But I think if they start poorly, the mm. morale will just hit rock bottom. Yeah. Um, and I've really lost a lot of confidence in this team. I think they were overhyped last year. They were a good team, but they mm. hadn't done anything to prove it. Barker White, yeah, uh, overhyped, and I think. You know, the, the two teams I have above them, I think, will do better in the regular season. Yep. 
Same here. Don't really have too much more to add. I think Montrez Har- losing Montrez Harrell over the off season's a massive loss. I know they've recruited a Barker, but lost Shamit as well. Shamit yeah. Landry, yeah, yeah. Um, the old laundry mat. The old, the old laundry mat. Okay, <laughs> on to number two. Do you want me to yeah, double take us? Yeah, I've got the Denver Nuggets in the number two spot. Like what? I, th- I think they've got so much upside this year. The Denver Nuggets. Um, Jamal Murray, as Lee was mentioning before, I think he's going to take that next step. But the one in particular is Michael Porter Jr. That's it. Averaged nine points last year. There's, oh, there's to, no chance. There's it's... got to be upside for that guy and for Denver Nuggets. Um, his potential is quite high. Yoka's just going to do Yoka things. Like we know, he we know what we're going to get from him on a on a um, yearly basis. I guess. Guess so. Um, also, we might see more of Bowl Bowl this year. Hope yes. so. Um, they've still got Will Barton, Paul Millsap, Gary Harris. Um, you know, they've got capable players. They've got these young guys in RJ Hampton and Isaiah Hartenstein. Mm. Um, Facundo Campazzo. They've got, uh, I, I like their team. They've got a well-rounded team with the top tier talent and, in Murray and Jokic and then complementary pieces. Mm. And just quickly, can I mention before Lee goes, the fact that they don't have anywhere near as much pressure as someone like the LA Clippers who people expect to be. You would have at number two. The Clippers. Yes. Um, I think it's going to go similar to last year, how they went. Um, they had a couple of good um, pickups. They, like you said, a Barker. You didn't say Luke Kennard, which they picked up him, and no, I think I didn't that's that. a good pickup. Um, I think having um, – I think an underrated – he's kind of a sixth man. He's kind of a seventh man behind Lou Will. But Reggie Jackson, I'm a big fan of him. Bobby Schmurder. <laughs> he does look like it. Um, but I'm not too concerned with the Clippers because we all know they're going to finish, um, I'd say, within the top four. I really look at them when it starts getting to the playoffs, though, because especially Dun-dun. especially <laughs> last year they were they're, they're like an automatic – automated um playoff teams like they were built for the playoffs with the team they had they had um both six mans of the year in montrez and um lou will and they just didn't perform so yeah i think they're like the bucks though as well i i see them flaming out again Mm. i hope they do yeah same here suck it (laughs) so that means we are across the board with our number one pick the reigning defending champions the los angeles lakers at number one now, yep. it's incredible for a team that won the championship, and they were quite emphatic throughout the playoffs and the regular season. Mm. The fact that they've gotten better mm. is just incredible. Um, LeBron should be able to rest more with the depth they've got. Like, Let's rip through a couple of the names again. Dennis Schroeder, Harold, Wes Matthews, Marcus Gasol. Um, Caruso. Caruso's still there. We've got Caruso. Taylor Horton Tucker coming up. You know, We've got LeBron, AD, Caldwell Pope. You've got two starting lineups essentially. My God, it's incredible, isn't it? Yeah. But uh, you say that, and do you think is that too many mouths to feed? Is it no? I, just I, on the basis that you know, or they, is it just perfect? I think it's perfect yeah. for the fact mm. that LeBron will be able to rest. Mm. Um, but you know, and then you've got like come the playoffs, and they've still got Morris, but they will cut like Quinn Cook's not going to play in the playoffs. Jared no. Dudley's not going to play. Devontae Kakok's not going to play. Jared Dudley's not going to play in the regular season. He's, I don't even think he's allowed to play in the preseason games. <laughs> oh, he's had a look in here and there. Bless his heart. Um, yeah. but I, I think, love Dudley's. Yeah, he's good value, isn't he? He's. But I think they've just gotten better and their depth is... Mm. People were questioning it last year, mm. um, but this year, you know, they are business. Yeah, and it's... it's Tough for a team. So exciting! It's tough yeah. for a team not only to um, perform in the regular season, but then perform 
and overperform in the playoffs and the finals too. Like you said, Milwaukee just can't do that. Um, but yeah, I think they've solidified themselves as the best in the West. Um, and that's why they're my number one. I think it really will be a failure if they don't win the championship this year, just based off how good that team is mm-hmm. on paper. Yep. It's going to be a different story when we see them, you know, playing the regular season and then, you know, inevitably they're going to make it to the playoffs and probably go pretty far, you'd think. But um, I think off with this squad, it's one of the best squads, starting five bench rosters that I've seen in a long time. I can't wait. I tell you what, fellas, we've ripped through our east and west there. Um, You know, it'll be interesting to see how it all unfolds. We're only days away now. As we said at the start of the episode, we'd love for you guys to reach out to us individually or on our Daily Dribble accounts. Let us know who you think had the best uh, lineups or standings, should Mm. I say, as well as giving your own. Uh, I think for the most part, fellas, like, there were some changes here and there. Yeah. But this... This season, I think, is shaping up. Like, I think in terms of tiers, the Lakers are head and mm. shoulders above everyone else. Yes. But I think in terms of conferences, it's probably the most competitive it's been in a number of years across both conferences. Would yeah. you agree? Yeah, it would. It would be. Like, yeah, it was only when I was doing these standings that I truly, truly realised, I guess, just how even these these conferences are, um, you know, in the, particularly in the West, like first till 10th. Like, mm. some, of, some of those teams could be well entrenched into the um, – playoffs at the end of the season but it's, it's so hard to pick well guys it's been another massive episode we've gone uh pretty deep into the piece this week we've gone into ot into ot indeed before we go guys next week we will be here in australia it'll be boxing day for our american listeners it'll be christmas so to all of our listeners far and abroad a far and near should yeah. i say a very merry christmas enjoy the festive season um you know we can't wait we've a new season this time next yeah. week we will have ball in our lives uh, I think what we're going to do, so the episode will come out maybe similar time, slightly later next week as we will watch the Christmas yep. Day games and bring you a recap of all of them as well as notable news from the first couple of days of games. Fellas, are we buzzing or what? Oh, Second like, season of uh, the Daily Dribble. So is this the uh, last episode of the first season? Yeah, I need Second. to go through and uh, change it all so it says yeah. season one, then fix it. Yeah. Season Second season three. starts waking. There's a there's a few exciting changes on the way as well. There are many a, an ex- exciting thing coming. Fellas, season one in the books, have you enjoyed it? I've loved it. It's been one of the best seasons. Of any, of any media platform out there, I don't know. It's just yeah. been great. It's, it's been, been good. Been I've loved doing it with you guys. Uh, yeah, I've loved doing it. I've loved doing it with Ro. You, you're not enjoying cool. my company. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'll uh, tell you what. We, um, yeah, next next week. Like I, I brought you into this. So I can take <laughs> you straight back. <laughs> I rule with an iron fist. Um, excellent, guys. Again, have a Merry Christmas, and we look forward to talking to you all next week. And when, are we oh. not going to do uh, my Christmas rendition next week? No, we're not. Mm, I'll let's leave that one out. <laughs> no, no, wrap it up. Very unlikely. <laughs> all right, guys, we'll talk to you soon. Merry Love Christmas. Love you, bye. Hey, that was true. You're going to have to go ahead and see what they knew. That was all the time. It ain't no Roma City news. We gon' make it drop, 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 time.